Citizens, you are safe. <laughs> Would you like to know more? <laughs> Welcome to Beer Plus 3, where we attempt to solve the world's problems one beer at a time. With me today is the pear man himself, the love muffin of my eye, the, the kumquat to my squash. He is Rick Anderson. I was hoping to be a peach, but pears are good. You're a fucking peach, too. And on her way, and never, ever on time, it's Bree Longwell. Hello. Wait, wait, we're going to have another pause. Dead air. All right. And I am Jeff. I think it's the first time I think I've ever said my name. But hey. Um, yeah, you don't usually say it. Yeah, I don't. But uh, And we are going to be... A beer, oh, a plus three. Man. Thank you, Mike, for that <laughs> breathy and beautiful intro. Yes. For those um, of you who don't listen to the I, You scared audio. me. You did scare me for a moment. I thought it was you getting into the accident, the crunch, 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 but yes. I think... Yeah. I think there would have been much more anger in your voice and not so much high and mightiness. <laughs> the, you were certainly sitting on a high horse when you were telling that. You could hear the high horse. Yeah. So, there you go. Anyway. I don't think if you if you crash into a, what, a Miata is what he said... Um, a Miata crashed into something else. Right. I don't think you can get angry about that. I uh, no, no. The less Miatas in the world, probably the better off we are. But that was the car to have back in the late nineties. I believe so, yes. Miata. Hold on, here we go. It's Bellingham Beer Week, everyone, and do we have a collab for you? That's right. Colshin and Wander together, two of the biggest, best in Bellingham, have created a Belgian pale, and we are going to have it. There we go. <laughs> I'm not a virgin anymore. Um, so before the podcast started, I we am had not a, a virgin <laughs> any oh, more. You will always be one to me. <laughs> before the podcast started, wow, we uh, uh, Rick oh, Poor, Rick Poor, Rick Poor, Rick Poor, uh, you Billy Wanged the. Uh, I, the no, beer. I <laughs> so uh, before the before the podcast, we had a warm up beer, which was Melvin Brewing's Killer Bees American Blonde Ale. Um, and what it did was you, exactly what I thought it was going to be. It was exactly. a little bit better than I thought it was going to be, to be honest with you, um, yeah. because I'm. I see that American Blonde Ale in there, and generally uh, I go straight to kind of a lager flavor, which this did have a lager flair, flavor, right. lager-esque flavor, um, but I think the honey really uh, smoothed that flavor out. Yeah. Because that's, that's the flavor, the, 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 the skunky, I guess, flavor is what you'd call it, that like Heineken and a lot of those style of ales right. or lagers have that really, I think it smoothed that out. So. Well, it, it smoothed it out, but didn't eliminate it completely, and I have a really hard time with that. So I, I wasn't crazy about it. Sorry, Melvin. Most of the stuff you guys do is brilliant, but um, so I'd probably give it about a two. I think. I mean, it was it was drinkable. I would I would have another one. I don't. I'm not unhappy about it, but it didn't blow me away. Yes, I would definitely have another one if we didn't have this lovely. And uh, what is with uh, their 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 labels are always like the most bizarre. Like this is like some kind of guy made out of honeycomb. 
Or yes, and he opens up his chest, and there is a tap <laughs> in a honeybee, one of those old-timey apiary-looking things. Yeah. And uh, he's pouring it all into a pitcher of beer. And he's dressed like a, uh, like, what's the, it's almost difficult The bees to from, uh, from oh, Saturday Night Live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, right, right. Got it. Killer bees, got it. Now it's now it's clear. <laughs> I thought for a second he was dressed like a, a convict. That's what I was thinking. No, he's dressed like a bee. <laughs> no, I think they have a local one of their local artists do all their yeah because you can see it's the same style as all the rest of their right right cans. It's very cool. Um, definitely he got great sets of cans. <laughs> oh, this collab is good. Yes, it is. It's a step up from, in my opinion, from the warm up beer. Mm. Oh, am I glad I got a growler of this? Yeah, this is good. It is delish. Um, yeah, um, the Melvin, I'd probably give it a two. That's, yeah, that's um, it's drinkable. I wouldn't go out and buy it, but if somebody offered me one, I wouldn't say, ah, "Do you have something else?" <laughs> um, so, yeah, um, but Melvin is a, is a solid brewery, and I can't wait till they open up here, right here. In Bellingham, Washington. What is that? That's been in say. the works for a while, hasn't it? It has. So it is. When are you going to finish it? Takes a little while, man. Oven. Takes a little fucking little while. You ever opened up a brewery? Uh, a I brew pub? Have you? Have you? Huh? No. Then shut lately. the fuck up. Not lately. <laughs> Although you know, being a, a you know, someone who lives in Bellingham, an impatient beer drinker. No, I was, I was going to say at some point, I think everybody in Bellingham is going to own a brewery at this rate. <laughs> You'll just get one as soon as you buy a house. Just yeah. like, oh, here's the sign here, sign here, sign here. Here's your brewery. Here's your brewing license. And yeah, uh, exactly. <laughs> and you know what? That's sexy. That is sexy. I am connected to serenity. Serenity, yes. I found serenity in your home. <laughs> I'm staying. People often do. So, what movies have you been watching this what week? What movies have I been watching? So, yeah. I've, uh, I've, I've knocked four more movies off my list, and I will uh, go through them here very quickly. The, uh, the Manhattan Project. The Manhattan Project. Can you remind me? Because I'm, um, I'm sure I've seen it. Is this... Kids... Uh, Kid's a scientific kids. genius. Yeah, okay. It's the and classic he, 80s scientific genius he kid. breaks into the uh, government facility. Thank you, st- War Games. Steal some plutonium mm-hmm. uh, just because he thinks it would be fun to build his own uh, nuclear weapon. And so he looks up all the information online. The thing about that movie is that um, I, I read it, you know, it's that sounds like, it does sound like War Games, like your typical kind of 80s. Oh, like, that was his trope in the 80s. After yeah, War yeah. Games, a bunch of movies. It's it's it, like that no matter what era you're in. Right. But if there's a really successful movie, they there's yeah. a bunch of movies that come well, out. And then you, got, you had all the paranoia about, you know, the Cold War in the 80s, which is like everything had to have the undercurrent of... Uh, you know, nuclear war. Oh, well, yeah. It was, possible. All these movies were made by the children of the 50s and 60s. Right, right. So they had to they had to include that whole <laughs> Red Scare in there. Had to become an important movie. <laughs> yes, yes. But, uh... And their their swan song, their like their last ditch effort to to be important and, and to be relevant was uh, Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump. Because it hit every note that that generated, the baby boomer generation Oh, yeah, I guess wanted. you're right, yeah. And yeah. they all fucking loved it. They ate it up. Yeah, they gave yeah, it every yeah. Oscar they could find. <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> and while the movie's cute and funny and whatever, yeah. and if you really analyze it, it's kind of a fuck you to the human race, but, um, and our society in general, 
Yeah, it's um. I always read Forrest Gump as more of a uh, movie about not getting bogged down with the like. There's kind of a philosophical view about not. How do I put this into words? Um, it's almost like a zen, me, like a zen kind of thing, like not getting bogged down in the Minutia? all the little things that are happening that are so bad, like that everything's the end of the world. Like if you're the kind of person that follows politics or news every day, it's like everything seems to be bad. Don't the sweat the, the small stuff. Right. Everything's small right. stuff. To quote the calendar stuff. on my desk. I always like to say, don't sweat the small stuff, except for viruses. Those can kill you. <laughs> <laughs> But um, so I think that movie was more about like uh, (laughs) about like you know having more of an attitude of enjoying your existence as opposed to worrying about all the horrible things that are supposedly you know Mm. happening. But whatever, you're probably right too. It's probably really playing into the baby boomers. Oh no, it was it was hook, line, and sinker. And apparently, Uh, what they say about the book is like it's it really is supposed to be a fuck you to that whole generation. Oh, I didn't know that. How important they think and all this. I don't. That's just something of people that I've talked to or heard talk about the book. Yeah, that's kind of what that's about. But anyway, sorry you you were talking about Manhattan Project, which I do remember that movie, and it is definitely one of those movies that came after War Games. Yeah, it wasn't a bad movie. I mean, it had a lot of corny moments. The kid was supposed to be like a scientific genius, so he steals the plutonium out of the out of the government facility. You know, that shit's so easy to get. Oh yeah, it's uh, the his the whole part where he breaks in and manages to get it out is uh it's interesting i mean they make it semi-believable but it's it's also kind of at the same time just like nobody would get away with this there's just no way even back in the 80s but um so he manages to get it out and he builds his own nuke and then the rest of the you know the 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 last 15 minutes of that movie actually gets really really good i if the if you had chopped off the last 15 minutes of the movie i would have given it one star like the last fifteen minutes, yeah. where they accidentally trigger it, and the, you know the kid's trying to make a point, and then all of a sudden, like a component that he uses accidentally triggers the whole thing, and he's like, "Oh," and it's counting down, and the 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 timer is supposed to be going in seconds, and it starts off with like nine million nine hundred ninety nine thousand seconds or something like that, but it's it's speeding up. It's getting and so uh, John Lithgow's faster. character does the calculation, and he's going, "Yeah, that actually means we have three minutes." To disarm this, and they're talking about the whole. It's like red wire, blue wire, right? It's, red it wire, comes down to that kind wire. of thing. It's red like, wire. We have to cut all eight. I can't wires. see the red wire. <laughs> yeah. We have to cut all eight wires around the front of the bomb simultaneously. Oh, it's and one so of those, it yeah. becomes that kind of thing. Um, it's that last fifteen minutes is is saves the movie in my opinion. I mean that yeah. brought it up to to two stars. But um, the funny thing about it is, I went out and read about it afterward. Apparently, this was based. So on a real incident where a kid actually turned in as a science project uh, designs for how to build a nuclear bomb, and he had found all of this information in the public domain. And it was like, that was like a big, uh, people were freaking out going, oh my God, that information's just sitting around out there where anybody mm-hmm. can get at it. And so that's that's where this movie comes from. They, it was just kind of precursor to the internet. Yeah. yeah all actually. that information's just sitting there. <laughs> But uh, the other movies that I watched was The Iron Giant and The Big Friendly Giant, which um, I didn't do that on What's purpose. What's giant shit? Yeah, I didn't do that on purpose, but those are two good movies to watch back-to-back. Yeah. Because they're basically the same movie. Are they? <laughs> Very similar, you Very know. Similar, yeah. Young child uh, discovers, you know, the giant that nobody else knows about. Um, one's mechanical, one's just a mystical giant, giant creature from giant land or giant world or whatever it is. Um 
and uh, they go through the whole I, I think they preferred beanstalk area thing. <laughs> yeah. But um, I was really shocked. Uh, the BFG was actually an amazingly good movie. I mean, yeah. because it failed at the box office. It failed really badly. Yeah, which is kind of sad. Cause it I, is. Yeah. It is. And that's that's Steven Spielberg's first movie for Disney. I was going to say, wasn't that Spielberg? Yeah. And it does. It plays like... I don't know why it failed. I, maybe it's uh, maybe it's one of those movies that would have succeeded in the 90s or an earlier era. Um, I loved it, man. I yeah. was like, from the first moment... It's a kid's movie, but because it's a rolled doll... It's based on one of his stories. Mm-hmm. It's like there's a little bit of a dark underside to it yeah. too. It's like oh, there's, yeah. there's scary parts, like genuinely scary parts, and um, like parts where if you had a five or six year old kid, you wouldn't necessarily you'd be like, I don't know if they should be watching this. Well, I mean, I, I, I kids movies these days I think tend to be in two different veins. There's right. the the big splashy superhero like thing, or there's the kind of dumbed down version of the car- the cartoon version of that. Right. And even even a lot of the cartoons will be very big and splashy like that. Yeah. There's a few that, you know, once in a while you get something that's pretty poignant and awesome. Generally it comes from Pixar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh um, nine times out of ten, it's it's just crap and it's yeah. just mindless entertainment. And when you get something more thoughtful like that, especially in a, 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 a the newer generation, I don't know if they don't read. Maybe they do. I have no idea. Oh, Bree's here. Yes, who's here? <laughs> Bree's here. Bree's here. I oh, you can get through. <laughs> so we're going to pour you some of what we're drinking, which is the Wander Coulson collaboration for Beer Week. Did I get that right? Yep. And it's very tasty. I have a friend who is going to a beer uh, party tonight. Beer party. What? On Beer Week? Yeah. <laughs> Unheard of. He wants to be in the know-how. He wants to be in the know-how of what a really cool beer he can get at Elizabeth Station. Yeah. Could and you be. said Baudelaire. Baudelaire. He actually might like that. How do I spell that? B A U D B A U D L A Y E R. B O D U L A Y E R. Wow, that was way off. You guys suck. Yeah. Do you remember but- in the first few episodes of the podcast where you and Mike were trying to remember how to spell things and I would like completely give these wrong? <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. smart. So the point is he's about to go shopping. I told him to go to Elizabeth Station to go find yeah. something neat. He wants yes. to get some pretty cool but he wants to get IPAs that no one else may bring to the party. What should we recommend to him? Oh, um, where, where's this party at? Alabama Hill. Alabama Hill. So, so, so Alabama Hill. So anything but Budweiser is going to be a surprise. Not downtown. Then he should go <laughs> hop over two blocks or three blocks over from there is Menace. Just go fill a couple growlers. Nobody's going to bring Menace. Well, that's a, yeah. That's actually a good idea. I don't think a lot of people realize that place is there. Yeah. I didn't even. I well, they apparently they want to expand now. Yeah, so that was. I had I driven by it many times before I went there. Before I realized what it was. Oh no! I I purposely sought it out, and that was before it was even open. Yeah. <laughs> driving really slow. <laughs> I was driving really slow down that street. My wife's like, "What the hell are you doing?" You're like, "My beard." Driving dar. To like twenty miles an hour. <laughs> My beard dar is going. Yeah, off. I, was, I can. But that, I just wanted to see where Menace was going to be and Melvin, and because they're going to be like right across the street from one another. She was like, "Would you just drive?" <laughs> But no, seriously, like, what's some? So I, I recommended but Evil beer. Twin. <laughs> My Evil Twin. Something that you can get that's easy at Elizabeth Station because yeah. my my lovely friend loves beer but does not 
no beer. Like, he pretty much is the kind of guy where I point and he drinks. So, hmm. I, but I don't drink IPAs. Not very often. Point and drink. It sounds like an awesome game. <laughs> well, anything from, I mean, you know, there's the go-to ones. You know, anything from Deschutes or anything from uh, from Ecliptic. Oh, Ecliptic. Those are going to be Ecliptic winners. would be a good one. Yeah, yeah. Did I say it right? Ecliptic. Oh, my God. <laughs> I feel like we should uh, celebrate this or something. Salud. <laughs> okay, here we go. Ecliptic. <laughs> Not elliptical. <laughs> Not ecliptic. <laughs> or eclipse. Or epileptic. <laughs> so anyway, I was uh, I was talking about some or of the movies that I had watched this week, which was uh, the Iron Giant. Iron Giant, the which is probably giant. in your wheelhouse. That came out when you were a kid. The Iron I Giant. I love the Iron yeah, Giant. Yeah, that's a classic yeah. movie. It was a good movie. But I also watched the Big Friendly Giant. Not, I didn't plan it that way, but I watched them almost back to back. Have you seen that movie? He had a giant fest. <laughs> you should see what Porny watched later. I thought you were going to say giant <laughs> fetish. You have a giant fetish? Uh, about giants or about... Is, is it a, a giant, giant fetish? It's yeah. a big fetish. It's a really big fetish, that's all. <laughs> anyway, have you seen The Big Friendly Giant? The no. BFG. No. Because I heard it would make me cry, so I've been avoiding It's on Netflix, it's, so maybe I might just yeah, I, I would, might be ready I for, would recommend watching I it. I watched Pete's Dragon about threw my beer at the TV. So I mean I got I gotta take what? sentimental what movies. Happened? It was just so good. And the oh, dragon oh, and the oh. little boy and the boy why can't the dragon just be with this little boy and <laughs> hang out and go on adventures? Why do they have to live in this city? Ugh. So they're having like it's like a romance? Peach Dragon. Did dragon? you ever watch the original Peach Dragon when you were no, a kid? I never, I never oh, I loved it. That was one of that was one of my the favorite movies when I was a kid. It was great. Yeah. The new one? The original. The new Helen one, Reddy's in the original. Huh. The new one makes your heart that's sad. <laughs> Helen Reddy's super tiny. <laughs> they should have got her to play the big friendly giant. And there's a, another big star in it. But anyway, go on about uh, that while I look up. So the, the new Peach Dragon, Dragon is mo- is more closely based on the book than the Disney original version was. No. Um and it was heartwarming. It mm-hmm. made me cry, and I might have been a little drunk. Um, <laughs> Yay, drunk! But it makes those movies so much better. <laughs> and trust me, because when when I watch a kids' movie, I don't know why, but yeah. I, I <laughs> yeah, it doesn't. It could not even be sad. It could just be like somewhat poignant. Well, I get can, all I get all weepy. And if shit. it's made in a way that you can really get into it, it it tends to kind of like touch like the. It's a, not a nostalgic thing necessarily, but it tends to get at those parts of your mind that you, I don't know what I'm trying to say. That I happen, I have that same experience with the, I had that ex- with the big friendly giant where I was getting all kind of emotional at the end of it too. But, um, but yeah, where I was talking about the fact that uh, the big friendly giant, because it's based on a rolled doll book, has like that kind of dark undercurrent to it where there's actual scary parts to it. And what's and this is the cool little bit of trivia that I found out that I thought Jeff would kind of dig. I guess Steven Spielberg actually w- tried to talk Gene Wilder into showing up because a lot of the names of things in Giant World yeah. sounds like the things that that Willy Wonka was talking about in his factory. Like he has a lot of made up names and Wait, it who sounds. Wrote, uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory was rolled all. Yeah. Okay. Same okay. guy. I'm like, wait, didn't they? Didn't so it almost it? sounds like this is the place where Willy Wonka went, and I'm betting that's what he was planning. He was trying to get Gene Wilder to show up in this movie at one point, and he, yeah. he refused to do it, I guess. So well, he he's been sick for a long time, and I'm sure is he, he was sick. Just, he, is was. He, not, yeah, oh, he was. Yeah, he was. He's dead. Well, no, I know he's dead <laughs> now. <laughs> he was, I was, was. going to say, guys, what the <laughs> fuck? 
I didn't. But he was, he was sick been, before he died. It he wasn't died like us. Yeah, he had uh, Alzheimer's or some. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Degenerative oh, okay. disease. Yeah. It was, I'm it probably was, saying that wrong. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he was. He's been failing for a long time. And that's why he kind of disappeared out of, out of. He was already kind of a, a, a recluse. Yeah. Really. Um. But uh, not the spider. Um. But uh. What? <laughs> what? Not the spider. No, no spider. Okay. okay, the spider does not exist. The <laughs> oh, spider Jesus. is a lie. <laughs> um, but uh, not like the he's cake, already right? kind of a recluse, and then of course he yeah. got sick, and he just kind of. Oh, I had. I see. I didn't. I didn't know anything. It was about like that. the the uh, opposite of Terry Pratchett, who was already not a recluse at all, but then went on a big crusade about Alzheimer's and the yeah. right to choose when you die, things like that. And he was knighted for it in England, yeah. not for his, uh, you know. 40 years of writing books and his probably 60 <laughs> books he's written, but that's okay. Yeah. Even though he's Why brilliant not? and you should all read Terry Pratchett. Yes. So, you know who won't go away? Who won't Robert go away? Robert Redford, and he was in Pete's Dragon. He, yes, was, he was awesome. <laughs> and also, so was Bones. The new Bones was in it, too. That was great. The new Bones? Carl Urban. That's his name? From he's Star the Trek? new Bones? And, no, from oh, Bones. from, from Star, Trek. Star Trek, the Star TV Trek. show. No, that's sadly over. That what, part of my really? life. No, it's not sad. It's not sad. Hey, the hey. show went on way too long. Hey, you know what's sad that that went got over way too quickly? Angel. That's what got over way too quickly. Yes, and it, even though it was four seasons, it was still awesome, and I love that show. I never watched it. I know. Shock. Your face never watched it. <laughs> <laughs> Your mom never watched it. Stop it, you guys. <laughs> Stop talking about my face and your mom. My mom. It's a bad combination. But this beer is f- fucking fabulous. This is good. What is this again? This is a blonde, uh, no, Belgian blonde. And it's a collaboration between Wander and Kulshan. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. For this is Bellingham Beer Week. Because it's a blonde, again, it's not really my style, but I would give it a three anyway. That's how good it is. Mm. Super drinkable beer. How much uh, alcohol it has in it. You know what it has in it? How much alcohol? Just enough. That's, that's <laughs> <laughs> Any is good enough. The amount, the proper amount. That's mm-hmm. all that matters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's why mouthwash is the, yeah. you know, yeah. something you can go for, I suppose. Yeah. You. No. I was just watching TV before uh, before the podcast. and uh, No the, way. No, you weren't. You were talking to me. No, no. Uh, Ellen, Ellen, the Ellen DeGeneres show was on. And I yeah. guess this is the 30th anniversary of that infamous episode of her show where she where she came out. Yes. Yeah. That, which is, I think, that's kind of cool. And I was thinking, I had forgotten all about that. And I was thinking yeah, about she it. she came out on national television. Yeah. And I remember... The complete and utter meltdown that Jerry Falwell had about that. Do you guys remember that at all? <laughs> You're the only one of us that would remember that. First of all, she was not even alive. Hey, what? <laughs> you weren't. When when Ellen came out? Yeah. I was alive when Ellen came out, wasn't I? When, when was that? No, it was like 87, 88. Oh. It was a while back, wasn't it? No, yeah. no, 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 it was 87. It was, uh, it was in was, the 80s. No. I was there when Rosie O'Donnell came out. It had to be in the 90s because I was already in Bellingham. Ha, huh, I was alive. No. Mm. Oh, okay. If it's been 30 years, <laughs> no. Okay, Google. 30 years would be 1987. It's true. That would She's be not 30, 30 yet. No, I hate I'm to not. break that to you. <laughs> When hey, did really? You have to do Ellen the. No, I'm thinking Gen- because I'm okay. It. What the fuck? <laughs> hey, it doesn't. I mean can I'm write fifty it. lines of code in three minutes, but I have to count on my fingers. And <laughs> okay, 
<laughs> I was counting Decades. back to make sure it 1997. was right. Mm-mm. It's only been 20 years then. Oh, so maybe I misunderstood. Maybe it was the 20 years since I, that happened. I thought I remembered her coming out. Because it was right, it, wasn't it right around the time Rosie O'Donnell did too? And I, my grandma was just floored. I think Rosie came out before, didn't she? And I just remember I was in Grandma's right. Kitchen, and my yeah. grandma was like, oh, my goodness. Sounds like a country song. <gasps> oh, my goodness. I was in Grandma's Kitchen when <laughs> Ellen came out. <laughs> yeah. Let me go get my steel guitar. <laughs> my grandma was uh, was all about her daytime shows after she retired, and it just floored her. Like I remember her saying, you know, the reason, and this is before Rosie O'Donnell came out, she's like, the reason Rosie adopted is because, you know, with, with her looks, no man could love her. I was like, grandmother. Oh, and my geez. grandma wasn't trying to be like It's not horrible. her looks. It was her personality. <laughs> <laughs> See, you wouldn't say that if it wasn't your grandma and she was 30 years younger than that. You'd be like, you're a dick. Yeah. And, well, no, and, and I mean, like, so I have this exception for old ladies where, you know, you know that those old cute grandmas are just sweet. Oh, and wonderful. I have they an exception be, for old ladies, too. But they might be, like, m- yeah. mildly racist and terrible. Yeah. Like, my grandmother is just sweet and wonderful, oh. but she might say some things. I'm just like, oh, okay, okay, let's You let's, gotta let's, give that generation a little bit of... Educate my grandmother yeah. just a little bit. Yeah. And, you know, she totally rolls with it. Like, when my, when my best friend came out as transgender, she was like... What? What is your friend? Your friend's a boy now. Okay, so what do I call your friend? They're they're by their name. What? What's? It's, is it the same name? Okay. Oh, so I can throw away the tampons? <laughs> yeah, Grandma. She's so she's a lovely woman, and she raised me, and she did a good job yeah. when my parents weren't unable to be there, but. We have some weird little quirky moments where she's like, "Oh, you know those gays and lesbians." I'm like, "Grandmother." <laughs> oh, she's, like, she's one of those. She's that generation says the gays, yeah, and the black. You oh, yeah. won't imagine the the Mexicans. Like she yeah. has to put the in front of the everything. is in front of everything. Yeah. She's she's from Minnesota too. Oh, jeez, stay and, away from the gays. You're just gonna end well, up getting the like AIDS. That. You know, she yeah, you'll you'll probably catch it, eh? But, yeah, you'll totally catch that. I you don't want it, eh? She was, Old people or Canadians, she either was one. Super, she, well, she still is super religious, and so I didn't ever got sex ed outside of school. So one day I decided to um, check out a book from the library about the female orgasms. I was probably like 14, maybe oh, a little Jesus sexually Christ. active, but not really. And I hid them under my bed, and the day she found those books oh, no. of me understanding the female orgasm mm, and yikes. sex and all that stuff, and she's like, Brianna! <gasps> And I can hear I'm in the basement. I can hear her screaming from the second floor. Like, what? Is ooh, this? ooh, were, were you in the basement playing D and D? I was in the basement playing Zelda. I was like, it's like close yeah, enough. Close enough. Okay. Um, not yeah. as cool. Not. Hey. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. But yeah, no, she's she's always been one of those little old ladies who's not quite. She wants to change with the world, and she'll do her best. But she's not like. Well, no, that's a big change for people for, that you know we're. Born in the 20s or 30s I'm, I'm or 40s. I'm glad to you know? hear you guys say this. I've argued this with people online before where I've pointed out, you know, like in some discussion forum or something, I'll say, you know, my, I remember my grandfather who fought in World War II in the South Pacific referring to Japs and talking mm-hmm. about how yeah. we can't trust the Japs even in like the 80s. And so, and I hate to, I'm sorry to use that word, but I mean, that's what he said. And I, you know, as a kid, I was like, it's kind of a weird thing to say, but 
you know, as I grew up, I was like, wow. <laughs> was if like, you say it again, I'll just finish it for you. Yeah. <laughs> so go ahead. Jap in knees. There we go. <laughs> Good Thanks. Man. Thank you for sanitizing. Woo, I'm saving it. Thank you for sanitizing the podcast. One a knees at a time. But I've I've <laughs> recounted that, you know, on online before in the midst of discussions about about topics like that. And I've had people just attack me and go, oh, it's really sad your grandfather was such a racist. Asshole, and I was like, well, "No, no, so no!" So what you throw out he there is, is Walt Disney was racist, right? Oh yeah, he yeah. hated the Jews, but yeah, yeah, everyone yeah. still loves him. Oh, I said, "Duh, I'm old." <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, because there, it, you know, there's always going to be that generational thing. I, I bet you, forty years from now, my grandkids or kids or however old I'll be—I don't know what the fuck how old I'll be in forty years. Yeah. Um, they'll be saying things like, Grandma, we don't talk like that anymore, right. and it's fine. It's right. as long as it's... We a- don't call it pussy anymore. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Your kid's just shaking her head. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you're right. She's That's the kind of thing. for Christ's sake. That's what I she always She knows think. what the word means. <laughs> I'm concerned about the dog. Oh, sorry. The dog's only four. So, um, no, that's what I always think. I always think, you know, in 20 or 30 years, do I want... You know, is that is that fair to, you know, when you're set in your ways as an old person, it's like, is it fair for some young generation to come along and attack you? It's like, I, I don't know. I'm I, just like, uh, that's the way I was raised. Well, what no, I think I think they, they should be railed against because that's, that's well, what youth does, especially in our modern era. Have things and that, that's that's fine and that's dandy. Youth has but also youth that. also yeah. has to understand, just like the old folks have to understand, not everything the two have done, do, or say right. is the end-all, be-all of that person. Right, right, right. Yeah, I mean, yeah. my parents are dickheads. I love them. They're yeah. good people, but they're complete and utter dickheads, especially when it comes to uh, our last president or, you know, uh, foreigners or things like this, you yeah. know. So it's, it's. They don't like it, foreigners? Uh, nobody likes fucking foreigners. foreigner except <laughs> people in their 50s. Are they okay with REO Speedwagon? Uh, you know what? <laughs> it's okay. I like foreigner. <laughs> that was my first concert I went to, Sticks yeah. and Foreigner. <laughs> nice that was awesome my, my family's name for me is is city slicker <laughs> i thought you were gonna say something like dumb shit <laughs> probably no just that it's it's jeff again the jeff that's what they call me the jeff yeah but, but yeah. uh yeah anyway I, I i have a problem with like taking old people to task to to it's like, first of all, you're not going to change them. No, and no. Secondly, it's it's really. Oh, Try to tell my wife that. Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> she thinks she's going to change her dad's mind, my dad's mind, my mom's mind. I'm like, honey, mm. they're just old and set in their ways. I don't care. There and and we have this argument because like her dad kind of changed when he got old, and my dad is going crazy. Uh, and uh, <laughs> and she's like, well, I just don't understand. Just, why is he so different? I'm like, because he's old. Yeah. And he's gone through some shit. I don't know, but he's obviously not the same person he was that taught you atheism. Yeah, you know. Yeah. But now he's a huge Bible thumper. Something clicked in him. Maybe yeah. it's karma yeah. <laughs> or fear of death and the unknown. Exactly, that's a big factor too. For my dad, it's just dementia. Yeah. I don't get that. I hear that all the time that people, when they get old, you know, the fear of the unknown and fear of death causes them to turn to religion. But well, some I, do, oh, some don't. Yeah. I'm already having an existential crisis at all times, so I'm like, but I'm still not quite ready to say there's a guy in the sky. 
Mm-hmm. Sky pie. No, it's baklava. <laughs> never, never, never seen that? <laughs> no. Mm. Okay. <laughs> Did you hear about the, there's a governor in the south, was it Louisiana or one of the southern mm-hmm. states? I need more beer. It was, was yeah. quoted this week saying that um, he was crying, apologizing for uh, gay marriage in America. Oh, you didn't see that? No, oh, I didn't see that. What that. No. What the heck? He was some uh, politician from the South that got all weepy on, uh, in a pre- press conference and apologized to God for uh, uh, for well, the United okay. States legalizing gay marriage. I don't have enough hands. Oh. <laughs> all right. I got, so I, got, he, I got all the hands, baby. He felt the need to apologize to God handsy. for... Yeah. Well, then he can go just move to Chechnya, and we don't have to pay attention to him anymore. Oh, God, don't. It's one of the reasons I've been kind of mellow all week. I've just been reading all these fucking articles about that it's shit. It's horrible. I, I'm just getting more and more angry, and I, 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 there's nothing you can do about it, or at least I feel like there's nothing I can do about it. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just kind of like, uh, I already, uh, you know, like when the Syrian refugee thing was happening, and still happening, by the way, I, if people had forgotten. Not yet. Um, uh, you know, I even wrote it on the friend face and, and, and said it aloud. I mean, if Syrians want to come over and stay in my house, I have no problem with that. Yeah. Same thing with the Chechnyans. Come on over. You know? Uh, just get the fuck out of Dodge, man. Get the fuck out. But, <laughs> sorry. That was way too serious of a note. It's time to say, say a fart joke. No? Maybe? <laughs> Ooh, ooh, ooh! I have, I have something to cheer you up. I have something to cheer you up. Okay, what's your, what's your thing that you're gonna cheer cheer everybody up with? Is it a rolled doll story? No, the rolled doll universe. (laughs) Those are dark. They don't cheer people. You know, he was, he was a a British spy, right? What does Snoop Dogg say when he needs an umbrella? What? For drizzle. What? (laughs) I'm not sure that made Uh, me. It's a pun. No. Do you guys like puns? What? What? That wasn't very punny. I, I don't, well, here, I don't let understand. me find a good pun. I'm like, let me find a well, good be, pun. Because he says well, why shizzle. are you looking one? Okay. That's like for saying, drizzle. let me find a wrinkled shih tzu. <laughs> but I was uh, telling you guys about a minute ago Wait, about that. that. I, her her name is uh, Ivy Taylor, and she's the mayor of San Antonio. And so. She made a comment. New that, York City. She made a comment that poverty is caused by people not believing in God this week. Oh, the atheist woman. Yeah, yes. I did read that one, too. Well, the non-atheist woman. Guys. Um, or the Yeah, she said uh, atheism is causing poverty, and there's a couple other people, things like they're, drug use. They're broken people. Yeah, and, they're yeah. broken people. Yeah. What do That's, you call dental x-rays? Toothpicks. <laughs> I agree with the dog. <laughs> it's it's a meme, ladies and gentlemen, and it's a baby and a dog. And the dog. Apparently, lives. the gist is the baby is telling the pun, and the dog has a confused face at the end, <laughs> with slight concern for the mental health of the child. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Which way did the programmer oh, Jesus go? Christ. <laughs> she is loving this. Shit. <laughs> he went. Oh. <laughs> well, actually, I'd be better if it was a database administrator. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Programmers don't always deal with data. Sometimes, Ruin you know, my it's just joke. Just, just saying. <laughs> ooh, ooh. And this is obligatory. I don't know if anyone's already done it, but yes. 
Roses are red. April is gray. But in a few days, it's gonna be May. Really? It's in sync? No one gets that? No. <laughs> I've never even heard an NSYNC song. Okay, Neither have so that I know there's of. a song. I it's know. called It's Going to Be Me, but Justin Timberlake says it's going to be May. So now the meme is that it's going to be it's going to be May, and then it's a picture of just If me. you had to oh explain the pun, then it's probably going to be lost on us. You guys are so old. <laughs> we Remember? Are old. I said the gays. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. It wasn't the gays. I know who made up that Jews. joke. The Japs. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> and knees. And we're done. <laughs> End scene. Oh, oh! I saw uh, a kidnapping oh. today, but I decided not to wake him up. <laughs> I don't get it. It's evil. <laughs> did they use chloroform? What happened? Is he stuck in a room, or did they kill him right away? We don't want to know. <laughs> That's another movie you should watch if you want to be incredibly depressed. Is What's the that? room? The room? Or, no, it's Ooh. just room. Room? room, yeah, I was gonna say the room is, is that the... really shitty movie where the guy freaks out and throws the shit, it throws yeah. a TV around. Um, I did, wa- I did watch a movie, movie that was kind of depressing, which is Million Dollar Baby. But you haven't seen that movie. I so. refuse to see I that movie. Why not? Why do you? Why won't you watch it? Don't want to. She dies in the end. Spoiler alert. <laughs> what does everybody know? <laughs> Because that movie fucking won an Oscar, and that's all they talked about. It was like yeah. SNL joke for a year. Yeah. After that was well, just, I watched. Oh, I watched the movie. Baby. I watched the movie thinking it was going to be your standard kind of, you know, so, the the she's like you have your hand in the I air. Do. Yes, do you have a question? To finish my yes. answer. Yes. When that movie came out, I was working at the good old Admiral Theater. Where I saw is that? that is in West Seattle, oh, okay. and it's been made a landmark. So yay! Yeah. Um, well, because you work there. I, I'm just that awesome. <laughs> Once occupied by Brie. That's right. I smoked my first joint up there. Oh, Who smoked her first joint up, up there. there? Yeah. I was building film. Anyways, Million Dollar Baby that came sounds out. sounds like something. It might be something it's Shh, not. It's okay. She smoked her first joint up there. Well, there, there's, a, there's a balcony is what I'm referring to. Oh, oh, I also okay. had sex I in that theater were... several times. Oh, she also had sex in that theater. She also a bunch had of times. Her first uh, sexual partner up there. No, no, he up was my there. third. Up there. <laughs> he was my third. Oh, third. Okay, sorry. Numero I was a, trace. I was a very, very bad teenager that wore a really good mask. Compadre um, sexual. Oh, my God. Anyways, so Million Dollar Baby came out when I was working in the theater. It was probably like 15 or 16 at the time. Maybe 14. I don't know. I started working when I was 14. Um, so you're smoking and humping your way through each shift. Yes, pretty much. <laughs> Dude, and- weren't you a teenager? <laughs> oh, okay, I forgot. Yeah, yeah. And so I saw the ending to that movie. Yeah. Monday through Thursday for the three months it was at the movie theater. It was there for a really fucking long time. <laughs> well, yeah, it was it was a pretty had, big movie at the time. And, yeah, yeah, and at the yeah. time, Everyone the Admiral was, was, a, was, a, was a third-string theater, so we'd always get the movies after they had finished up at AMC and Regal. So oh. we and But, you know, tickets were like four bucks, so cool. Um, and watching... The Million Dollar Baby die over <laughs> and over. And, and Clint Eastwood just like. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's one of the best impressions of Clint Eastwood <laughs> I have ever seen. That's exactly what he does. <laughs> he looks like he's. You he's don't know like, if he's constipated, angry, or about to kill a motherfucker. Right. So, and she's just in her hospital be bed hungry. and just, then it goes beep, beep. Be- and you have it clean as we go, 
going to smolder, smolder. And, it's, and that's the end. It's like, fuck, this movie is awful. <laughs> if that's the end of the goddamn movie, fuck it. Fuck it. Fuck it. So fuck every it. time you hear that beeper go, boo, you're like, oh, shit. Hillary Swank just died again. We got a dead swank. Dead swank on aisle two. I have. I am separated by Hillary Swank by two connections or two oh, really? degrees. Yes, she is Bellingham's uh, famous daughter. Yeah, it, yeah. And I dated the person who lived right next door to her, and we Ooh, we got to paddle out in kayaks that she bought for that family after they house sat for her. What the? F- so Seriously? I my ass has touched the same kayak that her ass has touched. Uh, <laughs> my dick's been in the same person that uh, was in uh, Jim Carrey's been in. I I like how you pointed <laughs> at Rick, and I was like. <laughs> God. No, oh. I'm not going to name names, but you know. Wait, you fucked Jim Carrey? Oh my god! I don't oh, even know. it was one degree. Okay, one degree. Oh, you weren't both there at the same time. No, no, we were separated by okay. a year or so. Well, this story got a lot less interesting. Well, now- oh, and uh, and probably, uh, um, uh, what's the band? Paradise City. Guns and Roses. Guns and Roses. Take me yeah, that's it. To a paradise city where you had sex with Guns and Roses. Uh oh. Oh no, no, you had. You were one dick away from yes. Axl Rose. We're, hopefully, you were before, right? <laughs> no. Nope. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. You got checked out, right? <laughs> oh, I've been since then. Yeah. <laughs> am I on fire today? I think I am. Yeah. Fire. <laughs> So we are having our second glass of this uh, wonder. It's, still, it's, it's still good. Oh, it's fucking good. But I do have the Colchin uh, coffee porter. I don't know if I can yes. drink that. Why not? Because it's made with Woods coffee. I know. I I had mm. there was a there was a dilemma. But you know what? Colchin I think cleanses a lot of those sins. Um, <laughs> I don't know. And I believe so. For people, Woods is not owned by that gentleman anymore. I so don't know for, if they practice much of the same. Shitty things. I would be surprised because as of last year, he was still trying to get the uh, Pride Parade moved from his business. Oh, Jesus. Fuck that guy. Yeah. Yeah. He needs to. For for people outside of Whatcom County, this is a local coffee uh, chain. I guess they're a chain. It's a chain now. It's only second to Starbucks. Yeah. They're they're, uh, They're basically a Starbucks knockoff. Very good Starbucks knockoff. I'll give them that. And they have fucking great coffee. Yeah. And and the inside of their places look great. They always look nice inside. But. um, they are like the opposite politically of Starbucks. Like yes, the, uh, the very exact opposite. Well, not right. only, th- only <laughs> white people. Only blondes. <laughs> only, <laughs> only, yeah. Well, not only blondes, but mostly, yeah. Only white people. Well, no gay people. Uh, hardly no, any men. No um, no there other. was a point where he was so, making them pray when they got there in the morning. There was oh. all kinds of weird shit. Oh. Yeah, and he has a history of harassing former employees of different faiths when they wouldn't convert to Christianity. Like I have personal instances where, like, business relationships with this guy, where it was we were trying to collect um, gift cards for um, a raffle for train service dogs for veterans, yeah. Yeah. and we got we were promised two large gift baskets and a, like five, you know, ten dollar or whatever gift cards. And they refused to give the baskets over. And then we got the gift cards. It turns out they were all empty. Oh, Jesus. And it's like, this is, this was for a fundraiser to support veterans and service dogs. And then when I worked at the homeless shelter, I had one of, so I ran the kitchen and part of the duties was to manage the men. They had to earn their stay by doing chores around the shelter. Mm -hmm. Um, 
And so one of them was sharing with me that he got kicked out of a Woods Coffee after buying his coffee. He sat on his table, and the owner walked up and said, you do not belong here, and kicked him out without his coffee. Oh, Jesus. Because he was homeless, and he was obviously homeless. And it's like, motherfucker. Like, it's, you know, when you look at the bad business practice where how he's been and he's been jailed for fraud and tax evasion how many times and how he twice. Had, yeah twice. really i yeah. heard that no, he's, 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 no after he got out of prison uh it also not just tax evasion but he was uh I don't, a flim flam man a con man mm-hmm. and uh he went to prison for that and tax evasion and a bunch of other basically fraudulent existence business-wise and, and publicly well, and then they claim their coffee is fair trade and organic, right? They have like the fair trade stamp. They actually got mandated to stop including the fair trade um, emblem on their coffee because it's not fair trade. And what, how the guy tried to explain this is like, well, it is fair trade because we pay the far- the landowners directly for this coffee. It's like, no, that's not fair trade. That landowner rents the different land to the farmers who then make the coffee. Fair trade is going directly to the farmers. But in his quote unquote fair trade, he cut out the farmers altogether yeah. and paid the landowners. So it actually wasn't fair trade or organic so he got slammed with serious fees for again being fraudulent and yeah um i must admit to buy that beer was a dilemma for me but i love colshin and i have a feeling maybe they don't know all about this the history of this person i don't know i couldn't say that guy yeah he's he's super duper evil and we don't like him and you I've know never. what? Uh, as much as we're probably going to enjoy this beer a little bit, um, don't go to Woods. Don't if you ever come to Bellingham, don't go to Woods. Just go <laughs> straight to Starbucks. Go to the Black, Black Drop, Drop. Adagio. Uh, yes, that's Avellino. Yeah. Yeah. I can name hundred other coffee stands. There's this really cool coffee. Rocket Donuts for crying out loud. Oh my god, yeah. Yeah. Or uh, you can go to so we have got, we've got Bellingham Bay Coffee Roasters, we've got Maniac Roasters, we've got Hammerhead Roasters. Um, yep. we've got we've got like Fidalgo. four. Yeah, we have Fidalgo. Uh, I think Skagit has Tony's a roaster. Oh. We have a Tony's. Tony's is Seattle. Yeah. Okay. But they're up here too. They got a coffee. Seattle's house. best. It's shitty, but yeah, I don't like Seattle's best. Uh, even Starbucks. Starbucks is perfectly good coffee. I like Starbucks. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say even even if you can't be bothered to seek any of those places out, Starbucks is perfectly Onyx, fine alternative. If you want to learn yeah. how to drink coffee the right way, quote Who, unquote. Where Onyx? It's the social experiment coffee um, place down uh, by the farmers market in Bellingham, so in the corner of Maple and Railroad. It's only open like one or once or twice a week, but it's this, it's this gentleman huh. and his family owns some coffee uh, fields down in South America, and they send him, he goes down. And he harvests the coffee and he roasts them, huh. and then he teaches classes. Oh, he does. Yeah, and then he teaches sure he harvests how to, the coffee. He teaches them how to how to drink the coffee, how to appreciate the subtle notes of coffee. He's trained a lot of the coffee house staff in Bellingham and Whatcom County, and he's given a TED talk about uh, how weird. to independently grow coffee beans and then produce. It. And apparently, the shop professor is, barista. Yeah, yeah, the shop is losing money, but he it's but it's. Really it's probably hemorrhaging money. <laughs> yeah. That's what he's doing, and he's only open a few times a but week. He's, uh, if that's what he digs doing, you know, but yeah, it. it's, a, it's If it's what he likes, project, man, that's, there's yeah. nothing wrong with that. Yeah. He apparently makes the best coffee in town. And unfortunately, his day that he's open is like maybe Thursday, so I can never get down there. Yeah. But I've had, like, I like the Black Drop. I think they're amazing, and I love They have really good Nadagio. coffee. Yeah. But and when I have staff from all three of those always. places saying that the best place to go is Onyx if you want to learn how to actually enjoy Onyx. different kinds of black coffee, like just drip, that's the place to go, and that's mm-hmm. where you learn. 
Huh? Yeah, I don't. I don't really like drip coffee. Again, it's a social experiment. Oh. <laughs> you don't like drip coffee? I don't like drip coffee. It's not my favorite, it. but I mean, it's I not. I'm not, I can't even I'm not complaining. Rather, if it's I, good quality coffee and put yeah. through, uh, it's fine with well, me. Well, for me, can, with coffee, like I used to drink the huge lattes that were like nine bucks a pop, and I did that four <laughs> or five times a week. And when I got out of school, how my, many pumps of sugar would you like in exactly, your latte? Or how many pumps of coffee? <laughs> um, but I found out that when I was in my undergraduate, I was spending close to a thousand dollars a month on coffee. Holy crap! Yeah, processing. man, that's how much a thousand dollars. How much per month? Yeah. What on earth? That's how much I love. Well, I had student loans. I can pay for my coffee. That's all I basically <laughs> ate was mac and cheese and coffee. Um, and so I switched to drip to mac save and me- cheese and coffee. Oh right. my yeah. god! So I switched to drip because you can get a refillable drip at the black drop for two dollars and fifty cents, and that's three cups of coffee. That's twenty four ounces. Oh, yeah. Um, and then after switching, my oh, my, my budget went from my over a thousand to eighty eighty dollars. A month, maybe, and that's all. That's if I'm getting coffee. Okay, every that's day. still a lot. If that's if I'm getting coffee every day. <laughs> okay. Now it's more like I get coffee once or twice a week, and I make it a thousand a month. Did I? I mean, am I? I don't mean to ask you that the third time, but that's <laughs> that's like third. I just did the math. It's I like used $33. to make some really poor choices. Okay. <laughs> well, if she's getting nine dollars nine dollar coffees a day, yeah. she's a student, so she probably gets up really <laughs> early and goes to bed really late. And, and probably gets like three, four hours sleep a night. <laughs> and so she's probably getting at least every three hours a new coffee. And if they're $9 a piece, $33 is like that. And yeah. especially if you're tipping at least a dollar or so say if you, a, a well, drink. And if you're tipping yeah. like $24 every time. Yeah, no, it, it, it got She put it got another crazy. human through college. That's what I did. But so I switched to drip to save money. And so if I was getting coffee every day, it added up to 80 Now it's more like my coffee range is about oh, 40 Oh my God, it's good. Wow. Oh, that is boy. really good. Oh, I don't want to say that because there's like part of me that kind of wanted to hate it because it was Woods Coffee, but this is actually pretty freaking good. Mm. Wow. Just test it. Just taste Go it. Go ahead. Taste Just it. Taste it. Fucking Join good. the dark side. It's fucking good. You're not joining the dark side. You're making a compromise. I don't Give support in. this company. Give we, I think we made that abundantly clear, and I even told our listeners not to go to Woods. Colson, on the other hand, that fuck. is a really good beer. Give it, it is a yes, really good beer. Yes, I'm pour together you a beer. we will rule the galaxy. What the fuck? <laughs> Shut up, Darth Dick. <laughs> Speaking of Darth Dick, uh, Brandon, oh, I could use some Darth Dickin. Brandon cannot stop watching The Force Awakens and Rogue One. Not that this is a problem, but yeah. I have come home three, two, two or three times now this week, and Rogue One or The Force Awakens is on yeah. the telly. Well, I've watched. I've probably watched The Force Awakens somewhere in the neighborhood of seventy to eighty times at this point. Yeah, we went. What? To, <laughs> I'm obsessive about Star that, Wars. You've watched it at least five times a month since it came out. It's a roughly, give or take. Probably. <laughs> I'm probably under. I'm actually pausing right now because I'm probably underestimating. Actually. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> really? Yeah. I, I think I've seen. Love. I've seen The Force Awakens three times. Yeah. I've seen Rogue One once. So we went to... You know how many, you know how many times I've seen uh, once. Uh, uh, Fury Road? Like 15 times. Yeah. I watch Lord of the Rings and Star Wars every, once, at least once a year. Yeah. Oh, Jones. no, I, I watch... Yeah. Uh, I I, you, we used to do it with Star Wars back when I was single and, and, and when me and oh. Dave lived together. We'd watch Star Wars at least the whole trilogy like three times a year. Yep. Just about. Um, we didn't have cable TV, even though it was a cable guy. I was the only cable guy that didn't have cable TV because <laughs> I didn't want it. 
you know, I had the cable modem. I was happy with that. You couldn't but, steal it? You didn't know how to pay? <laughs> no, no. You could get it free. And, and they were like, are you oh, sure you don't want employee. cable? And I was like, no. Yeah. I, first of all, I live with a student and another gentleman who's always at work. So, yeah. And I don't really watch TV. I just want to play video games. So, eh. Yeah. You know, so I didn't really have it. So, But I did have the trilogy. Yeah. You know. But then Lord of the Rings came out. Watched Lord of the Rings every year since it came out, I think. Yeah. Yeah. The trilogy. Cool. That's yeah. worth watching. I, I could see doing that. But, I, haven't, I haven't watched those in quite a while, but I can. And then last month, and I think I'll probably do this once a year, is uh, all of Mad Max, all four movies. And I can't wait for the next one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Jeff, go clean up. <laughs> Later. <laughs> clean up. Whoa. I'm enjoying this right now. I'm just clean enjoying up. my mess. Clean up and Jeff. Can't someone enjoy their mess? <laughs> Hold on. But uh, how do you watch Rogue One once? Rogue One once? <laughs> You I have Sorry, I wasn't listening. Once. I was enjoying my mess. You have an existential <laughs> crisis about how every, in the end everyone burns up and dies and it doesn't matter and the planet can explode it in one second and your anxiety falls out the wagon and then you just spin off into an abyss. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, what? Well, I do have only, I have only two excuses. Yes. I enjoy the movie. <laughs> yes. um, no, I've seen Rogue One twice. I, no, just once. Okay. No, just well. once. Um, I, I enjoy the movie. Immensely, and I can't wait to watch it again. But I live with somebody who doesn't like to rewatch movies. She can uh. read a book five times in a row, but she can't rewatch a movie. Again. Yeah, okay. So that there, that's problem. And I'm never alone, so I rarely get to. I have like one, maybe two hours in the morning where I'm alone, and that's it. Yeah. So I have a very limited time to do the things that I want. So yeah. it's like I have to kind of pick and choose what I'm doing. Yeah. So right okay. now it's playing video games. Okay. Whatever. But anyway, <laughs> that aside. It's an um, excellent movie. That it, one, it is that one, I've movie. probably watched about Solid thirty film. to forty times at this point. Mm-hmm. So, um, and when it, you know, I'm not sitting in here like every night devoting two hours to it. It's like I'll I'll pull up the Force Awakens and have it play in the corner of my screen at work while I'm while I'm working. Oh Jesus! So that's, that's not what, watching a movie. Yeah, it is. That's, yes, it is. When I when yes, you know the is. movie inside wow. now. Defensive. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> Your mom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Your mom. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. But uh, yeah, so it's like I'm yeah, not. I'm not psychotic about. it. I'm not sitting here actually. I like I already went through this, and and you guys are much more into Star Wars than I am. Yeah, that's okay. So we forgive you. And I love Star Wars. I remember one of my favorite things to do when I was uh, when Empire Strikes Out strikes out strikes back. <laughs> well, the Empire did. No, strike I think out. that was Dunstan Strikes Out. Oh. The Empire Strikes Back was out. Was uh, we had a theater in uh, actually it was in Hoquiam next to Aberdeen. Bill and Ted's no Seventh Street Theater, which was uh, which was playing it, and it was like two bucks to get in to see it. So my friends and I just kept going over and over and over again, and we just watched oh, I would have too, yeah. Oh, it was so cool. I mean, Love there the were literally dollar, times where we almost had the entire theater ourselves. That was back in the days when I've I've mentioned this before, where it seemed like. I think they used to just um, movie companies used to just pay theaters to play it for a certain amount of time regardless of how many tickets it was selling. So you would get to the point where everybody who wanted to see it had seen it, and then you were you had like that few weeks of, like for the big movies, where there was just nobody there. Yeah. And you'd have like almost the whole theater to yourself. And it was like this big, beautiful well, theater. It was like an old-style theater. It was also the time when when there was only probably about 1,000 movies that came out a year. Now it's 1,000 movies a month yeah. that come out. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it, there is a big difference between then and now. Yeah. So the movie theaters often, and that was the beginning of the multiplex. It yeah. was like the mid-80s. Mid yeah. 
um, oh, early so I, in the mid waves. I have, a, actually. I have a question for you. If if and this is uh, relevant to you too. If if a company like Regal started doing like a thing where they would play older movies from the seventies and eighties, like uh, they do I don't do know. that. Yeah, they've, they, they've started doing they that. They do it intermittently, though. Once yeah. a month. They yeah. have three movies that they play once a but month. But if they had if they had something constantly going, like maybe one screen Yeah, once a month to... isn't constant enough for you? No. <laughs> <laughs> would you guys actually... Do you guys... Would you ever go see older movies again? Oh, absolutely. I would. Absolutely. Yeah. I actually... I, I, bed knobs and broomsticks, motherfucker. Let's do it. I... Oh, my God. There's, That'd be awesome to there's see in the a theater. Am I saying enough Poor Bell Road yet? Was there, you, got, bed, you kept that for oh, last Oh, no. We, it's on. It's bed on. Bed knobs Poor and Bell broomsticks, Road. motherfucker. There's a phrase you don't Poor hear Poor Bell Road. Streets where the riches of ages are sold. Anything and everything a chap can unload is found a in the chap? chap? Oh, chap. Chap. Chap, you Japanese. Japanese. Chap, you ass. You Sorry, you triggered my anti-racism. Oh. Uh, ruined my song. Speaking of Japanese, just watch. The, there's this couple in, in Japan. She's from America. He's from Japan. And they do, like... Uh, YouTube videos, and yeah. uh, they were actually asked by an airport in Tokyo to come and do one of their videos. Yeah, and the, and I was thinking, an airport, really? It's an airport. Yeah, fucking airport's awesome. Why? Because it's fucking Japan. First of all, <laughs> they not only do they have how are airports in Japan awesome? Jeff? Well, this one is. I don't know about all airports in Japan because I'm sure they have more than one. Oh, um, yeah, okay, <sighs> probably racist. <laughs> Hey, I like the Japs just as much as anybody. It is. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Um, no, they had a uh, planetarium cafe. So you'd go in, order your food, and they'd do a planetarium. Oh, that would be you. cool. That'd Badass. Be cool. They had uh, one of those, remember those old RC things? Where you'd hold it. Da- you'd hold down the trigger, and the cars would go around. Oh, they yeah, had a yeah, big, yeah. huge racetrack of that. Why? <laughs> because it's awesome. A planetarium and a racetrack. Yeah, like and NASCAR then, and just meets a bunch Carl of cool Sagan. shit like that. Well, apparently, that's what airports used to be like. Well, maybe not race cars and planetariums, but um, yeah. I was talking to some of my coworkers who actually used to went back in the sixties and seventies would go to airports to just hang out because they would have lounges and clubs and shopping areas, and if there wasn't any like TSA shit, going, they could just go and have a cocktail and watch planes land and oh. go to like dances and parties. Like they were. Airports were the hot spots. Oh, that's, no, I remember back in the 80s weird. just going to SeaTac and getting I, on a plane. I mean, you, there was no, like, major... You'd walk up to the counter, check in your bag. They'd go, oh, you're Jeff. Nah, here's your ticket. And then you'd just get on the fucking plane. There was no, you know, patting down, raising your arms, getting sexually assaulted by some guy with a wand. It was just <laughs> nothing like that. You just walked up. We need to clarify you, wand. It's a, it's a, <laughs> no, you do not. It's a, it's a, it's a Harry Potter slash Gandalf fetish. <laughs> but it's giant. Uh, it's a you giant shall fetish. pass. <laughs> you I look would kill for a TSA agent to go say, you shall not pass. I bet you there are. Here, let me Google this. That would be genius. You shall not pass before we pat you down and make sure you're not a terrorist. <laughs> Fucking waste of money, time, and energy. No shit. When we went to Disneyland, you think that they would have? (laughs) We went the way you said that. When we went to Disneyland, (laughs) when we went to Disneyland, that fucking place. No, we had a round trip ticket. We had happiest my ass. We're a family, (laughs) and they. I. I still to this day cannot believe how we were treated like suspicious. Mm -hmm. It's like really. 
Now imagine if you were brown. Yeah, I know. It's worse. I know. I know that. But it's just, it's crazy. It's like, could you at least... Or have an accent or have a passport that's not U.S. Yeah. Boom. You're (laughs) automatically sent to a room where you get naked and someone shoves their hand in your ass. Oh. Why didn't you say that before? I didn't. I'm so getting another passport. (laughs) Can you request that? (laughs) Is this one of those special tickets where I get uh, the hand up my ass? Rick, Rick. If you tear it open and it's a golden ticket, you're set. Oh, by the way, I've got a golden got ticket. <laughs> it is in my car. I'm actually serious. I got a golden ticket to go to a bar. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant like a TSA agent. No, no, I, I got a golden ass. ticket to the Rick and Rogue because their soft opening is this weekend. The what and what? The Rick and Rogue. It is a new bar in downtown Bellingham where you can rent tables to run D&D and long like campaign oh. game sessions. And the waitress is coming. Oh, this call. is the new uh, gaming pub. Yeah, I kickstarted it, and so I get to go to the event. And then I also have a year membership where I can rent tables. Ooh, where? It's downtown. It's on the corner. It's in that triangle block on Magnolia, Champion, and Grand. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. Yeah. So right across the street from the Black Drop. Yay! That makes my life easy. I got games. I got coffee and the same spot. <laughs> yeah, but they serve beer, right? Yeah. Okay. They That's all beer. I care about. They serve beer and they serve food. Waitresses are on a call light, so if you don't want a waitress to come around and bug you, she won't come around and bug you. They can you can just hit the button and then she'll just hit come the on button over. like a nurse or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. So if you ever want to rent nurse, I need take a the beer. podcast to a game spot. Rosa, we can do that. We can drink and game and talk into a microphone. We could, we could go there. Oh, we should do a podcast there. That would be interesting. That'd be fucking awesome. I know. I'm excited too. <laughs> I am that excited. <laughs> Where I'm, I'm sh- shaking like a British nanny shakes a baby. Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay. <laughs> Absolutely excited. Do they do Is that? Is that what I look like? Do they do that? <laughs> Damn it, I just hired one. Thank All God right. my kid can't be picked up anymore. <laughs> <laughs> just a spoonful of sugar so, helps the medicine go, go down. down. The Colchon Brewing. I think we need Woods to coffee address porter. the previous. Coffee pour- oh, yeah, we do. Don't drink. We? Yes. It was good. That was really good. It was fabulous. That is, um, I'm going to probably go five on that one. Fabulous. It was one of the best Belgian kind of pails that I've had. That's pretty good. It had all the notes of a Belgian, Mm -hmm. uh, but it really was kind of that Northwest hoppy pale ale as well. I, I, I thought it did a great job. I thought they did a wonderful job. Good collaboration, Wander. And hopefully I'm getting that right. Wander and uh, Coulson. Yeah. As, far, as is, high as I can go for a blonde is three, and so that's what I'm going to give it. Is there anything that just Wander can do I wrong? Can't, I can't do it. Uh, we had a collaboration a couple episodes ago that was kind of that kind of bombed a little bit. Yeah. Who was it with? Um, Wander and? No, it only bombed for you, schmucko. Oh. <laughs> Jeff. When it bombs for me, it bombs for everyone. No, it doesn't. No, no it doesn't. <laughs> go to your corner. I was hoping to get fired. <laughs> he hasn't done that to me in a while. No. We should have a Rick corner. No, I wasn't crazy. That was like the first thing. Hat. I'll make him a hat. Rick that quarter. <laughs> a hat that says Rick on it. <laughs> it's a dunce cap that says Rick on it. My daughter sent me a video a no couple way. days ago. Was uh, there a cock in it? No, it was an explanation of how Richard 
came to have Dick for the nickname. Oh, yeah? Like, what exactly are you trying to say to me? That you're Dick? <laughs> Rick? That's not very nice. <laughs> what do you call Rick in a sleeping bag? A bag of dicks. Uh... <laughs> There's one of your dumbass memes. <laughs> that was one of my memes? Oh, I'm looking at you, Rick. Oh, yeah. Well, bring it on, <laughs> bitch. Uh, no, I, 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 no, I'd give this definitely a four. Yeah. Not a five. You're right. Um, it's, it's definitely a solid fucking four, though. Yeah. So I, I don't know how to rate this, because I generally hate pails, because they're not alcoholic enough, but I really liked this. So mm-hmm. I guess on Bree's rating scale for, of pails, this is mm-hmm. one of my favorite pails ever. Hmm. I don't know where that place is on the map, but... Because I like dark beers, and it's not a dark beer, so I can't compete. Face but, waterfall. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a face waterfall. <laughs> Watch see, face off sometime. Oh, my God. You'll, you'll okay. see lots of face waterfalls. I don't know if that's on my list or not, but I'll add it. <laughs> Nick Cage. <laughs> oh, he's full Nick Cage in this, too. It's so awesome. And John Travolta. John Travolta. He's the one that does all the face waterfalls, like to his kid. Yeah. Face waterfall. <laughs> Don't know why. It's just in the fucking movie. No explanation. Face waterfall. Yeah. So on the scale of pails, this is on the top of the scale the of pails. Scale. On the pale scale. scale. It's yeah. on the top. Yeah. Pale scale. This is the top. Three is the top. We're going to say three. Okay. Yay. <laughs> I win. <laughs> <laughs> There's so much beer happening Wow, right Jeff. Now. You're so alpha. <laughs> He's not alpha. He's Jeff. I'm Jeffa. Wait. <laughs> Something like that. I don't know. I don't know. It's better than being beta, I guess. <clears throat> Especially those mm-hmm. little fucking fish. Those guys are assholes. <laughs> Francois is not an asshole, I will tell you that. Oh, Francois, you put another fish in there, Francois is going to become an asshole real quick. <laughs> Zena can handle herself. Francois. Are, who is, are we talking about real fish this here? Yes, this we is, are. We're talking about my okay. fish. This is turning it into my favorite D&D group. <laughs> So what do you guys think of the Kulshan Brewing Woods Coffee Coffee Porter collaboration? It's probably one of the best coffee porters I've had. I hate to say it, too, because... Because I really don't like coffee porters most of the time, but this... I'm going to give Kulshan all the credit for it, though. Oh, absolutely. Woods gets no Woods, credit No, they it. didn't do shit. They handed over a barrel of fucking cold coffee yeah. and went, here, here. <laughs> and then Kulshan went, oh, I've got to squeeze no. all of the racism, sexism, <laughs> and fucking homophobic shit out of this coffee. Right. And, and they, they did, did it. it. They did a great job they filtering it. it all out. Yes. Yes. Uh, <laughs> They did a fantastic job of it. Actually, this Only is this is surprisingly misogyny. Good. I've uh, I have a long <laughs> history of hating coffee flavored beers. Mm-hmm. And um, you're a terrible person to me. Well, no, and we we had the uh, there was the one. What's the brewery over in uh, Fairhaven? The little Stone's Throw. Yes. Oh my God, they had a coffee beer over there that was that phenomenal. was a uh, coffee. Pilsner or something like it, that? I don't yeah, know what it was. It was, it was, like, it was a super light, light beer. It was really, yeah. really yeah, it was and very so strange. Good. But it it hit. It it the notes were all there yeah. and they matched yeah. up perfectly. Because it. it tasted like I think one of my complaints about coffee beer is that there, it's always like you get like 90% of the beer and then there's like this little hint of coffee. It's like they're afraid to make you taste the coffee. And so that at Stone's Throw, that was the first time I'd ever tasted one where somebody had said, fuck it, we're going all out. This is like going to mm-hmm. taste like coffee. 
Oh, and it did. And, well, I, and when I drank I think, it, I was I like, think the wow, Pilsner aspect really lent, lent to that coffee flavor. Yeah. yeah. Uh, because you're, you're going with a very, very light beer, yeah. and then all of a sudden you shove that coffee flavor in, and it really takes over the whole beer. Right. That's right. one reason why I do like the Chili Bravo from Menace, is because while the Chili yeah. Bravo isn't very necessarily very spicy, mm-hmm. it has all that, f- that jalapeno flavor yeah. in that Pilsner. Okay. And so the Pilsner is kind of a, you know, very pale-tasting beer to begin with. It's very kind of, uh, what do you call that, uh, beige kind of taste to it. So, I mean, it has a blandness to it that, that lends to other flavors. And I thought that the coffee one that they did or the Chili Bravo, yeah, it, it's perfect. It's wonderful stuff. Yeah. So like yeah, I was gonna say that this is a surprise for me because I kind of expected to hate it, but I don't. This is the same thing. They they really the coffee flavor is really pronounced, and I like that. It's like that's She's the way it should be. Clint Eastwood again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Hillary Swank. Kill or me. she's shitting herself. We don't know. <laughs> it's kind of the same, really. It's you Could can be. you can do either yeah. one. I'm passing a stone. It's not acting. <laughs> Hillary Swank, I'm letting you go every which way but loose. (laughs) Right turn, Hillary. Oh, boy. Go ahead, Hillary. Make my day. Oh, boy. That's what he should have done. He should have walked into the hospital with a gun and just just shot her right in the head. Bitch. Look at the flowers, Hillary. Look at the flowers. Was it morphine? He did something to her her medical stuff and unplugged her or plugged her or something. He he took one of her little tubes. Unplugged it. Ooh. And he pumped it. This is getting kind of sexual. I'm going to plug my ears now. Then he stuck it with uh, some adrenaline. Adrenaline? (laughs) And he pumped it in. It was like way too much. And so she couldn't handle it, and so she died. Oh boy. And so she went all. So he murdered oh her. So he killed. No, he mercy killed her. He oh mercy boy. killed. <laughs> he mercy killed her ass. Oh boy. I did that to a Rick once. That movie was fucking depressing, though. I mean, since you guys don't seem to have any interest in watching so he it, he put I'm not her down like a horse. Yeah. It. It. <laughs> basically, the movie. Damn. Yeah, the movie. Justify. The movie builds up like a like it's going to be like a Rocky kind of thing. Like she's she's like she keeps overcoming all these opponents and stuff. Did and she it, run up a little hill with the statue and then <laughs> everyone high fived her when she got to the top? No, but she did yell Adrian at one point. Ooh, awesome! So, yes, there we go. Ooh, <laughs> did she fight Dolph Lundgren twice? <laughs> nice, knocked the she's bitch on double his ass. Rocky. She's double the Rocky. But uh, it was building up like that kind of movie, like the starting small, getting bigger and bigger and bigger. But then they had a, I'm going to say all this since you guys aren't going to watch it. You guys are not going to watch it. Basically, she gets sucker punched at one point during a fight by someone who plays dirty. And so she falls sideways, hits her neck on a bench that they're sitting up there. Yeah, and she breaks her neck. So she becomes a paraplegic or quadriplegic, even better. So (laughs) so she's in the hospital. <laughs> I now want to you to explain how better that is. Well, it's four things are paralyzed as opposed to oh, just two. More is so better. Way okay, better. Just way wondering. better. No, so she ends up in a hospital and and I was thinking, oh, she's gonna make it through this. He's gonna give her some inspirational speech. She's gonna make it through. She's going to come back. She's going to be the world champion. You know, I, I figured that's where this was going. This was like the little fake out. This was the overcoming this was the disability. E. T., this was E.T. dying and then coming back, right? I no, thought we were going to come back. Going full retard. 
and then coming back. Yeah, but that was the whole movie. <laughs> so, but um, no, she didn't come back. No, she died. And in fact, at one point, I say she you, she him, did. She tells him, you know, I want you to kill me. And he goes, mm-hmm. I can't do that for you. And then she bites off her own tongue to try to bleed to death. And so they sew it back in and they fill her mouth so she can't do it again with some cotton. And it's just, it's like really fucking grim. And then he shows up at the end and like, and disconnects her from her, from her, from the drip. Pumps in a bunch of her adrenaline. feeding tube. Yeah. And then he uh, puts her puts her to death, and it's like, what the fuck, man? I don't know exactly why it had to go this way. I mean, I kind of get it on a literary level. There's some things that she It was does. based on a book. It was based on a book um, by, I can't remember the guy's name, but he was writing about his actual experiences. Uh, Dr. Depression. <laughs> It was a good Dr. movie. Fighty McPression. It was a good movie, but I woke up. I watched it uh, last night. You woke up? No, I woke up today. Woke up just in time to see the bitch die. <laughs> I watched it last night, <laughs> and I woke up Damn. today feeling like, you know, when you watch a movie like that, you wake up the next morning, and it's just like, it's like, oh, the, nothing's worth it anymore. Nope. It's like, <laughs> And then you go on to Friend Face and go, oh, Jesus yeah. Christ, these people are fucking oh, idiots. Oh, that's right. Trump's president. <laughs> yeah, Exactly. Welcome to Idiocracy. But, uh, Here's your kazoo. It's a really weird movie. I, I'm I'm still kind of thinking it over. I mean, I would say it's a good movie just because it, it left me thinking so much yeah. about what, that, what it that, that, was that is a good movie. But it was fucking depressing as hell. I mean, I'm I won't lie about no, that. No, you, if you want depressing, watch Grave of the Fireflies. No, I've, no, I've that heard so that sad. is the most <laughs> depressing fucking movie. I dare you. I will on pay the you planet. five bucks if you watch it. The first five minutes, Pete's dragon dies. No, just oh, watch no. the goddamn movie. I'll Grave watch. The, I'll watch it at some point. Um, Grave of the Fireflies. It's I, have I own heard. it. We can have a movie night. We can watch all of the. I have every single Miyazaki Studio Ghibli movie. I, I have released. to watch. That's one of those movies where right? I, if I know it's going to be like that, I probably have to watch it by myself. I can't watch a depressing movie like that with. Well, that's why we have. Beer. I don't know. I don't know if you noticed, but for my wife's birthday, I bought her the the box set of the. Nausicaa in the Valley I of Wind. I kind of want to steal it every time I go in. Mm. Yeah. I don't know if and she'll notice. Gorgeous. Will she notice? I love that fucking I, movie. I really want yeah, to Yeah, I love the movie, but I also collected the comic books way back then. Mm. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. And I yeah. have some of the little, uh, uh, the trades of that that, that thing, but then I bought her the, the hard bounds. Yeah. Uh, there's, it's a two-volume set, and yeah. it goes all the way through the whole thing. I love it's that movie. Gorgeous. I love that. I love that movie, and I love... Um, Oh shit! I'm Spirited completely... Away. No, uh, no my neighbor really... Totoro. I didn't care about that one that much. Um, Spirited uh, Away was great. Why am I blanking the name? the The girl falls out of the sky. The kid grabs her. She's his dad was trying to find the city up in the clouds. And then Howl's Moving Castle. No, no. Um, and she, the oh Jesus Christ! I can't believe City in the Sky. City in the. So they take off in the big airship and they find it. They land. <gasps> What and the fuck is the name uh, of that movie? Yeah, I know. Why can't I remember? I know that Which movie. movie? Uh, the kid. It starts off with a girl in a in a like a, a zeppelin, and she's escaping mm-hmm. bad guys, and she jumps out, and then she floats down real slowly. And the kid who works at like the he works at some kind of like a mine or a, something, a factory or a mine yeah, yeah, yeah. or something like Are that. This is a Miyazaki he film? catches her. I believe so. Yeah. Um, that is the. Uh, 
Why? I know exactly when, which one you're talking about because I just. Watched I thought it, it was Howl's Moving Castle. No, no I love that we all castle in the sky. Castle in the That's sky. That's it. There, I knew there was a castle involved. <laughs> you're welcome. That's what I'm here for. Why couldn't I remember that? I love I that one. I love that movie. That was a, a great lot. movie. I love the um, one. Of my favorite character, and it is uh, the one played by Cloris Leachman, the old lady who leads the gang. It just kills me every time I watch that movie. Her, her that character just cracks me up. That's awesome. But I, I love the idea of a, of a, like a city hidden in the in the clouds like that. I think that that's really cool. And it, and the way that they kind of play it into the uh, Gulliver's Travels, you know, it's mm-hmm. supposed to be part yeah. of that. I, I think it was really cool. I just thought it was really cool. But Nausicaa in the Valley of Wind came out when I was, God, very young. It was in the eighties. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And I I didn't see it in the theater, but I did see it on HBO back in the early eighties. Yeah. And I just kept watching it over and over and over. I didn't know anything about Miyazaki or anything. I just yeah. thought it was fucking brilliant yeah. as a kid and just kept watching it over and over and over and over. Yeah. And then when in the late 80s, when I was a teenager, uh, I found the comic books and I started reading those. And they're verbatim, the story. It's just they're more in-depth and they go farther. But uh, it's it's amazing. It's amazing. I've already started reading the ones I bought my wife. Yeah. So... Have you guys ever watched the uh, the documentary called The Kingdom of Dreams Madness. and Madness? Yeah, no, I haven't. Oh, it's so good. You got to watch it. If you ever if you ever want to get a little glimpse into how Miyazaki works and uh talking about a mellow motherfucker. Yeah, but it's crazy. He's the mellowest motherfucker, but t- talk about somebody who won't take shit. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Anything yeah. or anyone. Yeah. But you um you you know, as as an American, I guess when I think of Miyazaki, I think, well, he must have like a fucking empire over there, like you know, like no, just Walt one Disney. town. It's not even that. It's just like a tiny little building out in the country, mm-hmm. tiny little place. Yeah. And this, he's just got people that show up every day, and they start, they do all their, you know, they do, they draw cells, they he looks things over. He, it's like they're, it's like um, it's hard. I mean, it's not a huge Hollywood production. It's just like this tiny group of people yeah. doing this stuff. And it's amazing. I mean, to watch him, you know, and he's in there actually drawing some of the individual cells himself, which is amazing. You know, that's amazing in and of itself. You know, if he was in America, he would just be like the executive overseeing everybody doing all this stuff. And yeah. uh, it's a great, it's a great documentary. It really gives you a cool insight. And my favorite part of it is that he has an assistant who is like the biggest fangirl of his. <laughs> And so she's constantly giggling at him, and it's just you can see it. She can, and because it's not the United States, she didn't shoot him in the face. (laughs) Well, not yet. We're waiting. (laughs) But it's it's a very cool movie. If you guys have never seen that documentary, it's uh, it's definitely worth watching. What what? Jeff missed a a spot. I missed a spot shaving. It's better than cutting myself shaving, which really sucks. Yeah. And I, for some reason, like this side of my head is really hard to get. I don't know why. Why I can't <laughs> fully get this side of my head, but I can't. What is that? The left side? Is that the logical side or the artistic side? Logical. <laughs> no, that's the fucking hard side. That's what that is. It's, it's very difficult. Well, you know, is it that time already? Could... Holy are shit! We getting it is that close. Time. We are getting final close to the final thoughts. Thoughts. I fucking hate Woods Coffee. <laughs> Is that your final thought? That is my final thought. <laughs> well, hate I'm gonna beer. I'm, it's hate beer. My my final thoughts will be I I agree with you. Um, and but I'm also gonna say I hope someday they make a million dollar baby sequel. Baby's dead. I'm dude. just gonna leave Let it, it go. at that. Hey, nobody <laughs> puts baby in the corner. But baby's dead. Baby's not in the corner. Baby's nobody under the puts ground. Million dollar baby in the million dollar corner. <laughs> 
No, bajillion dollar corn. That's right. It's it's. No, we're just gonna we're just gonna vote baby president. <laughs> oh wait, no, baby's a girl. We can't. <laughs> did we get? Did we give our final? Actually, uh, before we, before I we sign believe off? we uh, gave this beer a. I'm... Well, you know what? I like this beer so much. Yeah. I generally would probably give it like a four or maybe a three, but because yeah. it's wood coffee, it gets a two. Oh, I'm gonna give it a four because I really do think it's fantastic. It's I think a it's great. Hate beer. And <laughs> this this beer is so delicious. It's like hate fucking. I'm gonna hope that this collaboration. It's awesome. It feels good, but you. Just fucking. <laughs> and that's my final thought. I'm gonna piggyback onto that. It's hate, hate fucking. fucking. It's a hate fucking beer. I don't think we've ever ended a podcast with hate fucking. Hate fucking. There you go. Hate fucking. <laughs> Take it, Dave. Whoa. Oh, Whoa. Dave knows. Oh, Dave are we knows. really hate fucking Dave now? That's no, I would never hate oh, fuck no, Dave. No. Isn't he wonderful? I yeah. would caress Dave. <laughs> Shut up, Brandon. I would caress Dave in or places Dave has probably been caressed before, but not like this. Oh, oh boy. Not like this. Okay. This, this, this is a caress from a <coughs> friend, but also a lover. Oh, my God. And on that note, good Mike, Dave. <laughs> I miss Hillary Swank. Why did Clint Eastwood have to mercy kill her ass? Beer Plus 3 featured Jeff Swatman, Rick Anderson, and Bree Edwards. Please subscribe so you won't miss out on future alcohol-fueled antics. You can find Beer Plus 3 on iTunes, SoundCloud.com, Stitcher, and anywhere else finer podcasts are sold. Also connect with us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, or email us at BeerPlus3 at gmail.com. Good night, Dave. Story. Uh, <laughs> uh, I was at work with uh, my partner in crime back in the day, uh, uh, Evelyn, yeah. and uh, we're just standing, you know, it's one o'clock in the morning, we're just standing there, you know, there's not much going on, it's like a Wednesday or something, yeah. and we're just bantering back and forth as, as like we would or anybody would, you know, when they're really good friends, and uh, <laughs> she, she asked me, you have a peanut butter or jelly sandwich? No. How did you put it? I can't remember. It's something like, did oh, did you have a peanut butter or jelly sandwich? And I just went, no. What are those like? <laughs> just out of the blue. And now that I say it, it doesn't sound that funny, but at the time, it was hilarious. Well, you know what that reminds me of is when you ever go, when you go into places like Costco or grocery stores and they're demoing something. You know, they have a demo person there handing out free samples of stuff. And it's something that, like, everybody on the planet has had, like, vanilla ice cream or something. Here's yeah. some vanilla ice cream. I was like, whoa, what the hell is this? <laughs> Deanna, vanilla ice cream? <laughs> what the hell is that? I've never had saltines before. Did you drop this on a vanilla plant? <laughs> it tastes very vanilla-y. <laughs> Like, Could you put this on pancakes? Have like, have like crack, yeah. <laughs> I'll have like <laughs> crack.
crackers or th- you know, it's like ask him all kinds of stupid yeah. questions. <laughs> Could I feed this to a bird and then eat the bird and it would it taste like the ice cream? <laughs> Is this like what they serve over in Europe? <laughs> It, like at restaurants, <laughs> it just kills me though. It's like who's not had like the, some of the things that rest or the places choose to demo are just insane. It's yeah. like, we've had ice cream. I know what that is. Demo something interesting, you know? No, well they're they're trying to sell the product. You got a dumb phone. A dumb phone. How come your phone is dumb? Because it keeps asking me to do things I don't want to do. Oh, I know people like that. <laughs> 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 so that vanilla ice cream it's delicious. where does that come from man it is so exotic. is it artisanal <laughs> does it only have organic vanilla <laughs> how was the vanilla bread oh, hard to say hard to i say. only eat vanilla from one farm in oregon would you limit yourself to one farm in Oregon for vanilla? Because I believe that HMOs and DSUSOs and, and organic is the only way to go. I, I it keeps me healthy. <laughs> the big friendly giant. Which I haven't was, watched uh, the BFG yet. Oh my god, it's so good. Is it good? Yeah, it's freaking amazing. Um, and then I remember the story when I was a kid. Yeah. Yeah. I never I've never heard of that. I think it's a rolled all story. Yeah. Who is obvious who is actually a spy for the uh And I have a UK. cool little uh little bit of trivia to bring up with you when we talk about this that you'll like. Um ah. and then uh, Million Dollar Baby, which was I didn't expect to like that at all and it I've went not seen it. Oh uh, yeah. It involves boxing, I don't care. Well, maybe I won't. There's uh, quite a few spoilers. <gasps> what she dies? Oh no. <laughs> it's been out for a while. I think I know all the spoilers at this point. It just took a turn I didn't expect. That's all. Uh, That's all. Whatever. It's not really a box. What, she lost at the end? No. She got run over by a car. Well, she deserved it. Twice. Twice. (laughs) It was her own car. They were backing up to check on her. She was driving it, actually. I don't know know how it happened. It just did. It was a tragedy. (laughs) Nice. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. I was more obsessed with the the blowy thing where you blow out all your spit. Yeah, yeah. I used to play trumpet in uh, high school, and that was a. Uh, have you tried playing trombone lately, or any of those? That Not can... lately, but I know how hard it is. Yeah, you know, I I I didn't understand. It, it. hurts. It, it does. hurts it's your mouth after a while. Painful. Mason got into the trumpet for a couple of years in middle school, and uh, so we had one around. I was like, oh yeah, I used to play. I picked it up, and I'm like. Can't get a, <gasps> I know I can't get a sound out of it, and I'm sitting there doing my hardest. Sound like an old lady fart after a while. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's like the only thing. The only thing I can do is blow, like get noise out of my bone really hard, so it just comes out. You know, it's like what, the, what happened? I used to be able to play this. Sound like be, a duck got stepped on. Yeah, it used to be actually somewhat acceptable. <laughs> now it's disgusting. I can just do it with my mouth now. <laughs> That sounds just as good. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's why you disappeared. I turned down the. I was turning down this mic. Help! I'm disappearing. <laughs> Jeff's gone. You know, um, I'm gonna into the over under or whatever. The... Oh, have you watched that? 
Did you watch that at all? What's I mean, it, it plays on nostalgia strings, but uh, Stranger Things. I, we've watched the first few episodes, but we it's really had time. good. I thought it was a great little mystery that was kind of fun, and and it was fun to have that. I rarely do we get at TV shows or movies like that anymore with kids in them that aren't that yeah. let kids be kids and like treat them as kids, yeah, yeah. and let them be kids, you know. So there's cuss words and they're doing stupid shit, and you know that, yeah. but they're not making really dumb moves, you know. They're just you know, and they're not like we're not going to tell our parents, even yeah. though of course they probably would, yeah. You know, it, 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 I thought it was smartly written, yeah. But it's um, I liked it because it took a lot of the really dopey conventions of '80s movies, but didn't treat them the same way. Like it didn't treat them with the same Tongue in cheek kind of mentality. Yeah, it actually updated them and said, you know, let's, you know, that whoever write, whoever writes it really treated it like if this mm-hmm. stuff really happened, how would actual people really react? Mm-hmm. Not people from the eighties, not characters in movies from the eighties, yeah. which oftentimes, you know, I always which love they're that. taking the only thing they know of the eighties are the movies, so that's yeah. what they're taking instead yeah. of taking the human aspect. Yeah, like an example is the, um, you know, like Eddie Murphy always had that joke about how. Uh, why is it in movies white people always bring more white people into a house when it's haunted? He goes, why don't you pack your stuff up and just get out? Why do you have to bring more people in? Which he does a, a bit on his joke yeah. in the Haunted Mansion. That he's, yeah. Oh, he really? oh, yeah, yeah. yeah no, and they immediately go, that. no, I think we're going to leave now. Yeah. <laughs> but, no, um, we have to stay. We have to go see what's going to happen because they, it's like an inheritance type yeah. thing. So he has to go into the house or whatever. But that it was, was a like, shit movie. But that was he, like, I, I did like the, I did appreciate the fact that that he did that. Yeah, you know? that was a convention from the 80s, like the kind of thing I'm talking about. And, uh, you know, yeah. like you have movies like Poltergeist where they literally did bring more people in. And, mm-hmm. you know, and. Um, oh, that was one of the funniest movies I'd ever seen in my life. That scared even, the crap even out of me. at the time in the movie theater. Yeah. The only thing that freaked me out was the doll. That fucking doll scared the I shit. It didn't bother me. I've never had the thing with clowns that other people have. It doesn't bother I know. Me. I've never had a thing with clowns. I like yeah. clowns. I don't mind clowns. Yeah. I even wanted to go to clown college. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh,. uh I, I, I that, that just freaked I, me the fuck I, I out. Was, Any like lifeless creature that just stares at you, I <laughs> fucking my, my wife got one of those and fucking so you porcelain work at a piece of shit dolls. <laughs> yeah. When we first got when we first moved here, somebody I think it was Dave's mom yeah. gave her that one of those those creepy fucking dolls. That's all they are. It's just yeah. creepy fucking lifelike little girl dolls that just stood there and held like her little ballet shoes. <laughs> And just stared at you no. the whole time. <laughs> and I went, oh, my God. Fucking put that thing away. Put that thing away. It drove me nuts. Yeah, it yeah. was more of a doll thing than I think a clown thing. Right. Um, and finally, we had Nikita. And I'm like, oh, we should put that in Nikita's room. Finally, Nikita got old enough. That's scary. <laughs> like, good girl. Exactly. And my but, wife uh, still fights over that. It's not yeah. scary. It's cute. I'm like, oh, no, yeah. it's gonna come to life and fucking try to just crawl down my throat. <laughs> but yeah, stuff. But a I, scarf I like in the, my ass. I like in uh, in Stranger Things though, where you know you have a house or something, some strange stuff's going on, and she doesn't invite more people over. First of all, no, but not yeah. only that, she doesn't. She doesn't. She, uh, scream she starts to kind of go a little nuts. Oh yeah, and, I, and I'm like, wow, this is like, this is kind of cool. This is really what might actually happen if someone's having visions in their own mm-hmm. house. You get that kind of psychological element of, well, are they really seeing things? Are they just going nuts, or is the things they're seeing real and it's causing them to go nuts? You know, mm-hmm. it's like this is a way smarter way to handle those kind of things than yeah. 
you know, in the eighties, it's like, well, we got to get Carol Ann's in the other dimension. We got to bring in some science. We got to bring in squeaky shoes. <laughs> <laughs> got to come in, squeak, bring squeak, in, squeak, bring squeak. in. Them. That's what I always remember. Ever when she started walking down, oh my god, I was fucking dying. I had half a movie theater livid at me, <laughs> and my friends who were all both freaking out. Yeah, yeah. Shut up! It's not funny. This is hilarious. Well, as even I'll, even as a what? I wanted to come out in nineteen eighty four. Maybe eighty three, somewhere in there. I was like ten or eleven years old. I think it was about eleven. Eighty. I think it was eighty three. I think it was eighty three. So I was ten or eleven when it came out. um, That I was still religious at the time. So those movies used to really freak me the fuck out. Why would you you always say you were religious? You were an eleven or twelve year old, or even a thirteen year old. You weren't religious. You were just whatever your parents said you were supposed to be. Well, okay. the The point is, I believed in the concept of all these like spirits could be around us and haunting things, and so the elephant graveyard. I mean, the Indian graveyard. Yeah, when you see it, you know, acted out on on the big screen, looking very real. You know, mm-hmm. as a as a kid who believes in that stuff, it oh, it was, the, the, the practical out. effects in that movie were amazing. Yeah, they did an amazing job, and just the the iconic vision of the B fights. You know, the television we call it the B fights in my house. <laughs> that oh, whole thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, my oh, dad yeah, yeah. always called there it the B fights. Cool, there was a lot of cool. Uh, and just that vision of of you know, the little girl like, yeah, obviously yeah. listening to somebody. Yeah, you know, it was yeah. freaky. It was weird. It was awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah, I had a hard time sleeping after I watched that movie. Mm-hmm. I just I, oh, I did too, just because that fucking out. doll. <laughs> the rest of it was hilarious. I one of the things Marianne. That, one of the things that gets under my skin about you horror movies me, is where something. Oh god, this is hard to describe. It's something where something simple happens in the movie, but there's no absolutely no explanation for it. Mm-hmm. And where, like the scene where the mom, where the dad comes home and the mom runs out and pulls him into the house and goes, Come on, you got to see this. You got to see this. And she sets the chair down and she's got it all marked out on the floor where that's, you know, she puts the, the chair right where it is and they wait for a second. All of a sudden it wiggles and then scoots across the floor. Mm-hmm. That kind of stuff. I'm just like, that gets under my skin yeah. for some reason. That little. Like um, I've got a chair. I know. Just it's just something simple. Like if that really happened in your actual house, where you discovered there's this magic spot where if you set a chair, it slides across the floor. Yeah, we talked about the magic spot. Yeah, that that (laughs) no, that kind of stuff just creeps me out. I don't know what it was. So at the very beginning of that movie, they do something right off the bat that just had me. You want me to get the zoom? No, I'm I'm gonna play. We're oh. gonna we're gonna bring back Mike. We're gonna do the the holographic mic here. If, uh, if we're I'm doing assuming. mic on mic in the morning <laughs> because he gave us an eight minute long recording. <laughs> You're gonna start it started. about two minutes in. Na 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 na. Oh yeah. Cigarettes on cigarettes, my mama thinks I stank. I got burn holes in my hoodies, all my homies think it's dank. I miss my cocoa butter kisses. I miss my cocoa butter kisses. What are cocoa butter kisses? Cigarettes on cigarettes, my mama thinks I stank. I got burn holes in my hoodies, all my homies think it's dank. I miss my cocoa butter kisses. I miss my cocoa butter I just, kisses. I just pictured Nicole. I'm your cocoa butter kisses, <laughs> baby. Okie dokie. I'll keep it low-key like Thor and the little bro. Or he'll go blow the loudy Saudi of sour Saudi. Wiley up off peyote. Willing like that coyote. If I sip any Henry, my belly might be outie. Pull up inside a huggy. Starchy and hutch a duggy. I just opened up the pack an hour 
I'll ash my lucky. Tonight she'll be yelling, fuck me. Two weeks she'll be okay, yelling, Mike, fuck so me. We're, I think we're she like two always minutes wants into to the yell, eight fuck me. epic. She always wants to fuck me. Poetry corner. And that's how my week's been going. I mean, I woke up today and the sun was shining. Um, we don't get that very often here at the edge of the rainforest. In, that's uh, true. Olympia, yeah. Olympia, Washington, as it should be. Oli Town. But, uh, you know, the one thing people like to do when it's sunny out is show off their cars just a little bit. So the other day, when it was sunny out after work, I noticed on my way home, somebody pulled out and they wanted to show me their car. They saw my car. I had just cleaned it. It was shiny. They were showing me their shiny little Miata. And he was <laughs> trying to show me how cool his little Miata was and how shiny it was. And it's funny because we're driving home, right? And I don't like to take the freeway anymore because people around here don't know how to drive very well. Mike, did you have sex with a and strange man? the freeway man? just kind of freaks me out because... <laughs> On the freeway. I don't know what it is. It's too too much politeness. Everybody just, you know, they go out of their way to be polite and don't mind the rules necessarily of the road just so that they could be more polite to everyone around. I don't know. Oh, yes. Maybe everybody knows each about. other. I don't know what the deal is. I'm an outsider here. We are used to driving very aggressively where I'm at. So that's your head. Anyways, we're we're down driving down the road, and he's <laughs> he's behind me now, and I can hear him revving up his and engine. Good. Was good. there heavy I breathing? Got a four cylinder. I got a four cylinder. I will note that you know, in most cases, my car will be faster around the track, but that's fine. I'll appreciate your car, but now you're riding my ass, guy, and I'm riding the ass of the person in front of me. If you could imagine that, I mean. So here we are going down the street. I'm riding the guy in front of me's ass. He's riding my ass. Um, and then he decides to at once pass me on the right. Which, okay, if you want to stop riding my ass, you're going to pass me on the right? That's fine. But it was at that very moment the guy in front of me thought, maybe I should get over for this guy who's riding me on the ass. <laughs> Bang, crash, boom. Oh, <laughs> oh That shit. poor little Miata got a little dent, you know, after getting all shined up, so... Um, you know, that's just the way it goes, uh, such as fate, but, uh, that is a story I will not be telling my daughter because I'm, I'm just teaching her how to drive right now. It's funny. We've, uh, <laughs> we've started to, uh, do the, the driving lessons. She'll be 16 as the summer ends. So, uh, we've got to get her her license. So, uh, it's, it's kind of interesting. I, I imagine at this, this day and age, most kids <clears throat> get to drive a automatic transmission, but, uh, that is not her fate. That is not what she has in front of her. She will be driving that. the manual transmission. Probably a good I idea. honestly kind of like yeah. it that way. I think I think when you're driving a manual, you're paying much more attention to what's going on around you. Oh. You're certainly paying attention to the roads and the lights He's and the corners. The of what I'm saying. <laughs> and you're a much more engaged driver than just driving an automatic. So I'm kind of happy about that, but no. I think there's a little bit more of a learning curve that. to that, say, as driving an automatic. So... Um, we've got a few hours behind the wheel now, but I decided let's uh, let's take in. her out yeah. on a, a a country road. Um, Wrap it up, any Mike. Of you guys country road, here, take me home. Turns into country. <laughs> I learned how to drive in the country. I mean, I knew I grew up in the city, but by the time I learned how to drive, I was country living. I was a little bit late, as it were. So I thought, Pregnant? well, take her out someplace where there's not a lot of pressure. There's not somebody behind you. All the time. Well, that was a mistake. We made it only a few out, few miles down the road, and uh, 
many stalls later and many people behind her butt. Uh, scary, scary, scary ride for Dad. I don't know. I'm going to have to get used to it. I'm looking for all kinds of pointers. If somebody can give me pointers, I mean, I don't know how you do it. I'm sitting there. I've got one hand on <clears throat> on the e-brake. The other hand is just perched, ready to grab that wheel when I need to. Jesus, my And, you know, I, I, I don't know how those... Uh, those educators do it. Those driving trainers. I, I was, Good I was, teeth. I was shitting a brick. I mean, Edibles. partially because I was <laughs> fearing for my car's life and my own and my daughter's. So you know, I got a lot going on. I guess maybe as an educator, you don't have all of that. <laughs> so that's what all that's uh, been going on down <laughs> here. Everyone um, in the car. I'm going to finish this up, one up for you guys here. We're going to do another little song that. uh I won't give you the name because I know Rick Rick has a, a fun time looking up the names for these. <laughs> and uh, here we go. Wow, don't. We don't do the same drugs no more. One man band. We don't do the same drugs no more. Because she don't do the same drugs no more. Let me guess. We the song's called the, She Don't Do the Same Drugs Anymore. We don't do the same drugs no more. You don't do same drugs anymore. Do the same drugs no more. What? Did we lose him? When nope. did you change, Wendy? You've aged. I thought you'd That's never grow over. up. I thought you'd never window closed. Wendy got old. I was too late. I was too late. A shadow of our, what I once was. Because we don't do the same drugs no more. Where did you go? Why would you stay? You must have lost your marbles. Wait for you it. Always were so me. forgetful. In a hurry. Don't wait up. I was too late. I was too late. A shadow of what I once was. Because we don't. We don't do what we're gonna say we're gonna do. You were always Mike, did you perfect. write song? <laughs> the song? the most awkward. And lyrics. I was only practice. We don't do that. Thing don't that you, you miss the we days, do stranger? <laughs> don't you miss the days? Don't you miss the danger? We don't. We don't do the same drugs no more. Hello. Don't forget the happy thoughts. All you need is happy thoughts. <laughs> the past tense. Past bedtime. Way back then when thoughts. everything we read was real and everything we rhymed, wide-eyed kids being kids, why did you stop? Where did you do with your hair? Because we don't do... I shaved. A mecca lecca high anymore. A mecca say say son say son red rosé anymore. Mecca lecca high anymore. Way to go, go, Jeff, go. <laughs> Jeff, would you go? Please go. Fuck you, Jeff. Mike. Beer plus three. You tell him we gotta go, Jeff. Okay. We don't do finish. the same drugs. Oh no, it's gonna be Mecca lecca high, Mecca lecca ho, Jeffrey, Jeff, Jeff, Jeffrey, let's go. That Wait, it might just be another pause. <laughs> no, he's done. <laughs> the hologram has ended. <laughs> the hologram has ended. I repeat, the hologram has ended. <laughs> Citizens, you are safe. 
Would you like to know more? <laughs> hey, that's a good movie. I don't care what anybody says. I don't even know what movie you're talking about. Starship Troopers. Uh, okay. Anyway, <laughs> that's a whole debate. Anyway, 